everyone and welcome back to the Chatterbox podcast, the podcast all about knowing more about the people you'd like to know more about. So, who are we going to be talking to in today's episode? Well, we are going to be talking to Corey Coleman, the host of the Note to Self podcast and learning more about her and her experiences in running such a popular podcast. I'm your host Kate and without further ado, let's get right into the interview. Hello everyone and welcome to the Chatterbox podcast. Here I have joining me is Corey Coleman from the podcast Note to Self. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so we'll start off with, okay, for some people who don't really know who you are, how would you describe your podcast? You know, what do you do? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, So Note to Self is a podcast that I started with my brother. um, And it's about the ways that the COVID-19 pandemic is uh, just impacting the way that we live and impacting the way that we see the world. Um, And so I'm the host and the writer, and then my brother does all the audio production. Um, And so Ben makes awesome music. And so all of the music that you hear in the podcast is his. Um, And yeah, so the podcast, the the tagline of our podcast is reminders to our post-quarantine selves um and so it's just it's just about how even though this is a really crazy and difficult time for all of us um that we are changing and we are growing and that this time can be really valuable yeah Um, yeah no it's really difficult it can be yeah it can change us for the better and so I just I don't know. I just want to, I want to encourage people to um, be intentional and be thoughtful about the ways that, uh, the ways that they process this really scary time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit of an overview. Yeah. It honestly, I was listening to it um, in my spare time during the week. It's so yeah. interesting. I find it Thank super you. interesting. So I'm assuming you've been doing it since the pandemic started. Yeah. So I guess we started working on the idea a couple months ago. Um, We've released four episodes so far, Mm -hmm. which has been so fun. Um, But yeah, it started about when social distancing and everything started, um, started becoming a bigger deal here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think it's important as well to sort of have that, you know, be able to like talk about it. And you obviously make the topic so comfortable and I know from listening that the sort of style of it is sort of, um, you know, invite friends on and then they tell their experiences. Yeah. It's really interesting. Go listen Thank to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what sort of genre would you describe your podcast to be sort of interview, talking, just chats in general? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's interesting because it's not exactly interview style. Yeah, Um, they are guests send in their recordings. And so it's not really a conversation that we're having with them. Um, We have um, some documents written up that we send to them with questions and prompts and just, um, yeah, just giving them an idea of what we want to hear from them. And then they send in their recording. And that's what we have. And so 
Um, I think in the past when I've pictured myself making podcasts, uh, I always imagined like sitting at a table with someone and yeah, yeah, interviewing them and having a conversation. But I think just by necessity, we've had to be flexible and change that. Yeah. And I, I've actually really enjoyed this style of just what people send us is what we get. Um, and I can't, I can't guide them to say what I want them to say. Yeah, it's very unscripted, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and. I really enjoyed that. So I don't really know what genre. Maybe like documentary. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if that's a genre. Of, there's not really like a certain word for it, but like yeah, it really works in the sense, you know? Yeah, thanks. So what sparked your interest in the topic of, you know, reminders to our post selves, you know? Like yeah. what sparked your interest? Um... That's a really good question. I I think when the pandemic first hit Texas, which is where I'm living right now, mm-hmm. um, and where I'm from, I felt really stressed and I felt really overwhelmed. And um, I don't know, I, I just kept hearing people use the phrase the new normal. And I <laughs> I hated that. Like I hated yeah. hearing the new normal. Because Even... I was like, I, I liked the old normal. And I... I I don't know. I I think I just went into kind of survival mode and I was like, okay, I'm just going to get through this. And then as soon as I can, I'm going to go back to my normal routine and get back to where I'm comfortable. Um, But I think as time went on, I started to see some really unexpected gifts um, of this time. And it is so difficult and it is so much more difficult for some other people than it is for me. Um, But I think there were just some ways that I noticed myself growing that maybe I wouldn't have otherwise. If the old normal had stayed, I yeah, I had time to talk with my family and with my friends, and I was reading more and reflecting more and just stuff like that that I don't think I would have done if things hadn't changed so drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just started to be curious about how other people were responding to this and so that's when I went to my brother and I was like do you want to make a podcast (laughs) we could ask people how they're changing and just because I know for me there's such a temptation to to rush back to what's known and to rush back to what's normal and comfortable and old habits and some of some of that is good some of that is okay but I think I just started to see that maybe we do need to change in some ways. And so I think that's what sparked my interest in the topic was just seeing, okay, this is really hard. And this is really, really, um, everything's uncertain, but maybe there's something we can learn from it. Yeah, I think, well, like, just from my experience, like, I'm in Ireland right now. So it's not as Mm -hmm. bad as it is in your area. Yeah, But I would say that, like, even just like I just notice that I do more things like I've had so much free time I'm just like I sit around doing nothing and it's sort of like you pick up new hobbies like this podcast for example yeah podcast yeah it's really interesting and I think the world kind of needed that break as like it's like sort of like trying to find the positive out of a bad situation and it's important yeah 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 so no to self how did you come up with the name (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it just came to me one day when I was thinking about this concept. I was thinking, okay, I don't want to forget these these things that I'm learning, and I don't want to I don't want to lose these really interesting new thoughts that I'm having. And so I think that phrase just kind of popped into my mind. Ah, oh, note to self. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's a really. I, I think. Yeah. It's a really lovely name. I think for it. Like. Thanks. Yeah. I, I think something about it that really drew me um, drew me to it was just that this is something that is personal to each person. Um, I'm not giving advice to everyone who's listening and my guests aren't giving advice. My, my guests are just sharing what, what they have learned and what they want to remember. Um, and so I think that's another element of note to self is it's, it's a personal reminder and other people can take what they want from it, but we're not imposing our views or imposing our, um, yeah, our own thoughts on other people. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I really like that. I, I know I've probably said that 50 million times. Like I really like the podcast, <laughs> but I do. Thank you. That's so sweet. Okay. What's your favorite thing about Robin running the podcast? Ah, it's so much fun. And I don't know. I, I really like a lot of elements. I love I love hearing different points of view. I think it's been cool because most of the guests are just our friends. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to hear people who I know share things like this and maybe those things wouldn't have come up otherwise. Um, so that's been really fun just to get the recordings from people and to hear it and to know the person too, I think just makes it a lot more meaningful. Um, Something else that's just really fun about it is when my brother Ben writes the music, he'll call me in and we'll we'll put it together with the audio. And hearing the music with the audio for the first time is so, <laughs> I get so excited. Yeah. It just, uh, it just is so fun. And he's such a good musician and he makes, he makes music um, for each person. And so each, each piece of music is titled that person's name. So it could be called Travis or Ellie. That is um, so cool. Like, everyone has their own song. Yeah. That's yeah, such a personal so, touch. That's such right. like a... He must be very creative, so I say he's, like, brainstorming all the time, is he? Yes, always, always. <laughs> and he's so good. <laughs> and so that's just been fun, because I think that's something that maybe people don't know just from hearing the podcast, but he puts a lot of thought and time into each person's music to make it fit the the tone that they're speaking in and the kind of content that they're that they're saying so those are probably my favorite things but honestly the whole process has been really fun and interesting yeah what okay would you call your podcast an immediate success or is it more of a sort of yeah I mean that's just something I do on the side I mean like I don't really care how many no deaths yeah that's a really interesting question I I think we never really made it to be something that was going to go viral and, uh, you know, have yeah. thousands of listens. And so I think just having those, um, those lower expectations has been kind of freeing. Um, honestly, more people have listened to it than I expected. Um, we're not like famous or anything, but yeah. it's cool because people who maybe I... I don't always keep in contact with or people who maybe don't normally respond to my, my posts on Instagram or something. They've responded and said that they, 
enjoyed the episodes. And so that that has been cool. And that's made it feel like more of a success than I was than I was expecting. Um, I think, though, I think for me, the success of a project like this, and this is just for me personally, but I think success to me could mean um, giving people a platform and a space to be heard. Um, to me, that's a success. Even if, even if we have 20 lessons or something like that, just to give guests a place to be able to share their thoughts and to feel valued and, um, yeah, just give them a, a space to be understood. I think that that is so important to me. And then also just to encourage the listeners to, to think critically and to examine their own habits and the ways that they're processing things. Like if I can encourage anyone to do that, I think the podcast was a success. So in that terms, I would say, yes, it was an immediate success, but it's not like we've had, you know, thousands of listens on Spotify or anything, but that's okay. Yeah. That's how I want it. I think that's how you know that genuinely something that like you want to do that you're not focused on the numbers. It's just like giving people a platform, you know, and I think that's really sweet. Yeah. Oh, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. As a small podcast host myself, and yeah. I know that people that listen to me are also sort of small podcast people, I suppose, okay. yeah. and just kind of like, you know, thinking about starting a podcast or already have one, what, what like tips or what would you recommend to those kind of people from your experience? Yeah. For, for starting a podcast? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I think one thing that has really helped me is to have Ben working with me. I think having a partner in your work is so encouraging and it holds you accountable. And um, it also just gives you someone else to bounce your ideas off of. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think I would encourage people to do that. If you can, I think it's helpful to have a partner or um, just a a co-director. Yeah. That has been really helpful for me but then I I also think there's just some value in just doing it so obviously the podcast chatterbox is all about getting to know people you know behind the screen and behind what they do so We'll just get into more about how you are as a person, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so you said that you were from Texas. Yeah, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Yeah, so did you always live there? Did you grow up there? Um, So I grew up in Dallas, and then I went to college in a town called Waco, a city called Waco. (laughs) It's a little smaller Mm -hmm. than Dallas. It's, um, It's about an hour and a half south. Um, and so I went to Baylor University. Uh, and so that was for four years. And then after college, which was a year ago, I graduated a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Guatemala for the summer. And so I did Spanish language school there. And then for the fall, I had an internship in New York City. And then I came back to Dallas. So 
I've been around to a few places in the past couple of years, but um, yeah, now I'm back in Dallas. Yeah. So if you were to describe yourself and how you are in, you know, your usual day-to-day life, what would you describe yourself as? Yeah. Um, I love being around people. I love uh, eating dinner, drinking coffee with my friends. Um, I really like to be active. I like to go on hikes or walks. Um, I like to listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I I studied journalism, so I love photography and writing and videography and all that stuff. So photography and writing um, is something I do a lot in my free time. Um, but I I really just love talking with people and getting to know people and um, yeah, just giving people a platform to share their ideas, especially people who maybe haven't um, had that opportunity to, before. I love to I love to give people chances to express themselves through my articles or through my podcast or any photos. Um, so yeah, that's a little about me. Yeah. So I noticed that you kind of say, you know, you love chatting with people, going out for coffee with your friends. That's obviously not possible with the, you know, quarantine and social yeah. distancing and all that. Is that hard to cope with for you, being such, like, an extroverted person? Yeah, um, it has been. Yeah, I think, I think I'm really thankful for technology. Um, I've been able to FaceTime people and call people and text a lot, so that's been really good. Um, it's interesting because I feel like I have gotten used to it. <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah. had breakfast with a friend over Zoom this morning and it just seemed kind of normal. Um mm-hmm. but I'm really excited for the day that we don't have to do that, that we can see each other in person and go out to eat. But um but I am so thankful for technology. Yeah. I know me and my group of friends, we you know, do Zoom mm-hmm. kind of you know all of that it it's become so embedded in my routine that like yeah. you know when it's like five six o'clock my time I'm like okay time to call them. yeah <laughs> and if it doesn't happen you just feel so weird and you're like oh my god like right what's happening <laughs> yeah it is really interesting I'm surprised at how quickly um I adapted to this because I, I yeah. am really extroverted and I do love being around people but I'm glad we have Zoom. Glad we have Zoom. <laughs> so I know your brother helps you with the podcast and the music and that kind of stuff. Do you have support from your family and friends? And, you know, do they know about the podcast? Yeah, everybody's been really supportive. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I so I posted about it. That's where I originally first published it was on Instagram. Um, and that's just been sweet. It's been fun to to talk with friends about it. Um, so yeah, I would say everybody's been really supportive and really encouraging. So has the podcast, like how much would you say the podcast has taken up your life? Does it like cloud your thoughts? Are you kind of always thinking about new ideas, different ways to kind of do things? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't take as much time as I would have expected 
Um, probably for me, probably like three to four to five hours per episode. I don't know. I, I don't. I'd be the same. But, um, yeah, but I think my brother probably spends longer than me <laughs> since he does the music. Yeah. That does take longer. Um, but I, I was a little bit surprised. It, it didn't take as long as I thought. So that's been kind of nice. But I do find myself thinking about it a lot um, when people, when I'm talking to people and they are telling me about something they've noticed about the way they've changed. I just, I automatically think, ah, oh, do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I think that's been, that's been kind of fun because it does make me think about things in different ways. I know for me, I've like, ever since I've started this podcast, I think about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I need to do the promotion for the Instagram yeah. and all that. I think that it's important to turn off, though, from podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> because if you're thinking about it 24-7, you, like, start missing out on different kind of things. But it's all about balance. Right, really, right. Say. I think that's good. I think balance in everything is good. Yeah. Balance. Balance yeah. is key. <laughs> so what made you, like, what pushed you over the edge to make the podcast? Was it just, like, was there a distinct moment that you were just like, God, this is why I started it, because this happened to me? Yeah. Um. No, not really. There wasn't really one moment. I think everything just kind of aligned I think I've wanted to make a podcast for a long time and so um suddenly I had all the time (laughs) I could ask for and um I was living with my brother and so he's so good at audio stuff and um until a couple months ago or I guess a few months ago now we were living in different places and um I think everything just kind of aligned and it was something I'd been wanting to do for a while yeah um, so obviously your podcast is all about quarantine mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that. Um, what do you do to pass the time? Is it just the podcast? Have you taken up any hobbies? Because I know for me, this is a hobby. Yeah. Um, sign language, mm-hmm. strangely enough. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, yeah. Have you taken up anything? Um, let's see. I don't know about anything really new other than a podcast, except uh, that I just, I have more time and I have more motivation to read books for fun. Um, And I have more time to walk through my neighborhood. That's been one of my favorite things to do is just walk around. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially in the evenings when the sun is getting really low, I love my neighborhood at that time. And so that's been really cool. Uh, and you can, I can listen to music while I walk. So stuff like that, I've just done more of it. I don't know if I've really picked up anything new except for podcasting, but um, I've loved reading and I've loved calling friends and going on walks. So, well, do you have any sort of tips for people who might be listening who are kind of like tearing up the wall yeah. inside? <laughs> Would you like suggest anything? Yeah, um... I think I think I would suggest just reaching out to friends and calling them, even if it's just for a few minutes. I think sometimes for me, I can get, oh, I feel tired or I don't know what I'll say to this person. But once I'm on the phone with them or once I'm on FaceTime with them, 
it's so much easier to talk than I thought and it's so much fun and I always feel better after and I don't know I, I think it's easy right now to kind of drift away from friends just because we're not seeing them regularly um but I think it's really important to stay connected even if we're not seeing people in person as much um yeah I, I think I would mm-hmm. just encourage people to reach out it's always a good idea yeah so one thing that I've just noticed personally while listening to the podcast and taking down notes from it is that a lot of people describe it as a blessing in disguise yeah would you describe it that way yes I would I'm so glad that you pointed that out that's been something really interesting (laughs) that happens a lot of times like I think almost every episode we so these people who are in the podcast often they don't know each other and they don't know who else is going to be in that episode but when we get the recordings back there are phrases like that that are repeated from these people who don't know each other and who are living in different states or who are different ages or working in different jobs it's just really interesting and so that has been something that's been echoed a lot of people have said um they've said an unexpected gift they've said I think the word gift has just come up a lot. Um, Gift, yeah. yeah. A lot of people say gift, blessing. Yeah. And I I think that that has been true for me too. I think, I mean, I I think that in every every difficult season and in every hard thing that there are um, gifts and there are unexpected blessings and um, just that it's not, it's not making light of, um, of the difficult time or making light of someone else's struggle to recognize the good thing that is coming out of this. Um, I think it's so important just to free ourselves up to see the unexpected gifts. Um, yeah. And I, I think that hearing, hearing friends say that has made me more aware of the, the gifts or the blessings in my own life too. Yeah. I would say it's made, I I would 100% describe it as yeah. blessing in disguise. Yeah. Obviously, it's an awful situation yeah. because it just, you know, it's bad. But I mean, I think it's important not to just look at negatives. Yeah. I would say that the world needed this break. Yeah. I have seen so many people in my area taking the world for granted the outside Mm -hmm. for granted and I think that this is good just to like pause yeah appreciate everything appreciation I would describe this all as I've appreciated a lot of things way more yeah I agree yeah and I think I think it's really important for me to remember that an event or a season or a time it's not a hundred percent bad and it's not a hundred percent good that even like the best times of my life have some hard things too and even life have some really good redeeming elements too and so nothing is all good or all bad and so I think to recognize those good things and to appreciate things now I think that that is not at all dismissing um, how hard it is too. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a perfect note to leave this on Corey. Yes. (laughs) So we've reached the end of the interview is there anything you'd like to plug, shout out, yeah. you know, let 
the viewer, the listeners even of Chatterbox know where they can find you? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I'd like to thank my brother, Ben Coleman, um, for his audio production and for his awesome music. Um, he's a musician apart from this podcast too. So if you look up, uh, if you look up Ben Coleman on Spotify and his band is called Sack Lunch and they're on Spotify. Um, and so you can look them up. Um, I'd like to thank the guests that we've had on note to self. I'm so thankful for all of them. And, um, I know that sometimes it's hard to be vulnerable and I just really appreciate them taking that risk and, and doing that. Um, yeah. And you can hear note to self on Spotify or Apple podcasts and any other, um, podcasting platforms. Yes. Go do that guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank for you. For this was me. so fun. that about does it for our first episode of the chatterbox podcast did you enjoy subscribe and make sure to follow our instagram and twitter for updates on our podcast thank you so much for listening and i hope to see you next time